vicious, but brilliant. Hello and welcome to the Rotherham United podcast. It's our Valentine's special, uh, where we share our love for each other, obviously, and uh, the club, and you know that type of thing. Um, we are spending the time together. We have Mick, Ben, and myself, Matt, as always. Hello. 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 Have you had a lovely Valentine's Day, guys? Yeah. Oh, full of love. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> right. Good. That's about it, isn't it? Just just like a check in. You don't need any more information, do you? No, prefer not. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh so we're gonna start with asking you to follow us everywhere. So if you follow, if you were listening to this, you're not following on Twitter, Facebook, or subscribe on YouTube, please do. Um this uh we're going out through, you know, the same same channels as always, but if you've seen somewhere else. Uh, involved. Um, and always, and like so just free, feel free to get involved with this. We're going to talk about briefly talk about the postponement because we've covered most of that. Uh, and then we're going to be looking ahead to Bournemouth. We all right? Yeah, so um, I just want to say a quick shout out to um, I think his name, let me get his name, I think it's Righty. One sec. Uh, <laughs> for the gif he made, righty, I don't know, I'm going to say funny, I don't know who wants it, but the gif he made is <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Honestly, thank you so much for making that. <laughs> thank you so it's, much. It's already been used multiple times in our private chat, so yeah, we do appreciate it. If everybody's not seen yeah. it, it's just Mick in his typical angry face. I've, uh, I've retweeted it for everybody. Um, and I don't know if Mick's done ref watch for this week, but he'll be pulling that face again at the end of the show if he hasn't. I, I have tried to do it, uh, and the last time I looked, the AFL hadn't been bothered to uh, to put it up. Uh, I, have, I found it for you. We'll come on to that later on. Uh, it's not good news, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep you all in suspense uh, until we come on to that part because it's uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so first of all, performance. We've covered it to death a little bit, but just final thoughts, Ben. Um, the timing of it and everything else, no issues at all. No, I think it's good. Um, the break, uh, like we said, we're probably going to have Gio back for it now. Maybe Lindsay, uh, because they can't fit it in until like, look what it looks like April uh, or March or whatever. But minimum, however many weeks is it? How many weeks is April? What's our next midweek? It's got to be a uh, lot. The, the, the next three midweek we've got, is not including Easter because we play Wickham on Easter Monday. So there's no midweek yeah. game for that week. Uh, it's between the 10th and 17th with Huddersfield on the 10th and Birmingham on the 17th. April. That's of April. That's our next that's, available midweek game, not including international break. It's two months, not eight weeks. We'll most have to back for it. It was an important ish game. They're down there. I wouldn't say it's game of the season, but it, uh, mm. I think it's, I think it's good to postpone. We'll have sadly. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, I made a mistake. I do apologise. We've got a spare weekend in March between the 6th and the 13th, unless that's already been filled. I'll look into that. Well, I'll change my month, to be fair. Yeah, Chio should yeah. still be back in theory. You would hope so, wouldn't you, by that time? 
So, uh, you know what Gio's like, though? I'll go and bake some L's or something. I'll go and bake his school next or something. <laughs> Love's a good six months. Yeah, no, we are playing. We're playing Luton that week. So that's not free week. But it's April. Lovely. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Not much more to add, is the make on the QPR yeah. stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm a bit disappointed. I, like I said, we, we, we did a we did a, a live one on uh, on Saturday five o'clock just to just look at the results, and I was a bit discussed this then, didn't we? In some depth, um, I was a bit disappointed they did it on Friday, not two o'clock on Saturday, because um, because I mean, essentially, what it meant was that Friday afternoon, the vast majority of us were at work, so we could only enjoy the Twitter fallout really for, for sort of kind of lunchtime. Uh, obviously, I'd been Saturday afternoon, would have enjoyed it for well, we, we could have had all Saturday afternoon at, at it, true. Um, yeah. so I am a bit disappointed in that respect. Um, but anyway, that's it, is what it is, isn't it? Uh, well, I'm sure we'll postpone some more. Um, so just, just I, I, laugh. yeah, I was just yeah, thinking, I'm going down there with me drone next time, yeah. <laughs> we, we just, Need to have a look and uh, look through the, the, the sort of fixture list and find out. Have a look, see who thinks they're uh, they're a massive club that shouldn't mm. possibly be inconvenienced in any way, and then uh, inconvenience them. Well, that Wednesday, we can't do that because we're playing their place next, aren't we? I mean, we tried it with, mm. with drone, didn't we, when they came to our place? But uh, they just rolled over anyway, so it didn't really matter, did it? No, fair point. Um, the results basically went our way at the weekend. The only team down there, well, two teams down there, one was Wickham, who are bottom. I think we're still 10 points clear of them. Um, and Derby, Mick, who seem to be picking up a bit of form in terms of the odd 1 0 win. They're not, they obviously won 2 1 on Saturday, but they are always winning by the odd goal. So they're just, they are scraping through some results, yeah. Derby. Which, which is, which is, I mean, bearing in mind how absolutely appalling they were both times we played them, that's, they're doing a really good job, to be fair. Um, and, and, you know, I, I guess, and I, I say this slightly tongue-in-cheek, but not completely, with the tools that he's working with, Rooney and his team are not doing a bad job. Um, yeah. Because cause they have been working with a nail through at least one of the boots, haven't they? Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, with, with, the, with the quality that that, that team has, has shown so far. Uh, but we know, we know, don't we? That they're, they're not a bad side. They've got, they do have some quality players, mm. uh, and they shouldn't really be down there. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Forest picked up another point. They drew with our opponents for Wednesday. Uh, Bournemouth, uh, Wickham beat Huddersfield. So the teams are falling back in. Huddersfield, in particular, are mm. falling right back into this. And to be fair, Ben, it, it, this happens with the, the Huddersfield are managed by a former Legion United coach, a former basically Bielsa. Um, I don't know, what's the word? They looked after him. Protégé. That's the one. Yeah. Um, and this can happen with with well, pressing teams, that which, which Huddersfield do. I don't know if it's tiredness because it's such a long season, but they've dropped off a cliff in terms of Huddersfield results. Right, for us, that's perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, I think... I don't think anyone can be Bielsa's thingy. Bielsa is, I was saying this to Mick actually earlier, and they were 3 0 down. I don't, at Arsenal, I don't know what the score was 4 2. 4 2. And they love like 6 0 wins or 6 0 losses, I think. And Bielsa's the only way to play that way properly. Mm. I think he's the only man that understands it in and out. So I think if they're trying to play like Bielsa, I think that they're going to have some big problems because, first of all, 
they don't have millions to spend and what one of the best teams in the league. And second of all, you know what I mean? You can't play like Bielsa unless you're Bielsa. It's one of those things, isn't it, people? A lot of bit, it is a well known saying that a, a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and unless you've worked under somebody like that for many, many years and, and know mm. it inside out, uh, you're destined to fail. Mm. Uh, that's why there are only so few, well, there, why there are so few managers uh, or coaches of that sort of calibre. Um, you know, you can't, there's no point spending six months with him and thinking you've got it all sus, work, yeah. walking away, and uh, it, it all turns to turns to dog muck, doesn't it? You know what I mean? So yeah, and, and, but it's this guy's first first season of professional football, so he, yeah. he may turn out in three or four years' time that it's just it. Um, he's not had a proper preseason, like many clubs. But when you play in that style, you realistically need a proper preseason. That's that's where we've benefited from having six months off. Yeah. We've been able to have as bit as normal a preseason as possible, whereas something like Huddersfield that's going to have a negative impact because they haven't been able to do the long term work. Uh, no. So this is where we should be starting to see those benefits, and I think we are starting. For us, we're starting to see those benefits. We look bigger and stronger and fitter than everybody else at the minute. Um, yeah. So well, uh, we said this at the beginning of the season, didn't we? Yeah. We said this at the beginning of the season that you know it would start to show. As, as the season went on, um, how, how, how much stronger than everybody else who were going to be. Yeah, I agree. And we thought, we th Barnsley have been on a poor run form, we thought they might be falling back in. Uh, not Maybe not to relegation, but into, into the mix. But then they've gone and ended Brentford's 22 match unbeaten run today with Carlton Morris getting a call for them. Um, so Barnsley have seemed to have you know, stopped that. Um, and hopefully we can join them by staying in the Championship for next season. Well, fingers crossed on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shall we move on to the Bournemouth game? Unless you've got any other news you want to touch on? Should we we'll, we'll, we'll briefly mention Crooksy winning player of the month. Uh, we all did it on the live show, uh, not on the podcast. So if you, if you didn't watch the live show, we didn't cover it. But Matt Crooks won player of the month. He won a player of the month for, for, a new, for a, one of the EFL papers, but he won the official player of the month for January with three goals and an assist uh, in January. Uh, we talked on the live show, Mick, about his valuation about the costs, you know, how much mm. if, if at the end of the yeah. season push comes to shove, we sell him. Uh, I talked to a, a Leeds fan, a Wednesday fan, and they were saying you never in a million years this in this current circumstances getting seven or eight million for him. Yeah. Thoughts. Don't sell him then. That's what I did. <laughs> really, isn't it? I mean it, yeah. it's, it it is genuinely that simple. We don't have to sell him. We don't need to sell him. We don't want to sell him. If somebody comes along and makes a valuation, happy days, that's fine. If they don't, you're not having him. End of. That's us. I mean, it's just it's dead straight forward, isn't it? Um, on current, on current, the, the way current things are, and, and we've talked about this, as you say, on the, on the live show the other day, uh, seven, eight million pounds worth of, of midfielder at the very least. If, he went, if he's running about on a Saturday afternoon in a Brentford shirt, he's a 15 million pound central midfielder, isn't it? Of course he is, yeah. So, he's running about in a Rotherham shirt, he's playing in the same league, it, he's still the same quality, he's still the same calibre, that's what he's worth. If you, if, you, if you want to pay it, pay it, if you don't, don't. See you later, that's 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 the way, that's the attitude that we're going to have to have. Would you turn down six million? I don't think anybody would offer it, to be honest, because we're, we're plucky little Rotherham, aren't we? Would you, would you turn it down, though, if someone did? Six plus add-ons, I'd take. Nah, a five plus add-ons then. I don't know, man. 
I don't know. In this it's, day it's... and age, in these circumstances, that's a steal because five million in you don't know what's going to happen with COVID. Obviously, it's looking good about vaccines and all this stuff. Right? It could mute it. It genuinely could. That is a small possibility that football could not be on next year. Very small possibility. Very, very small. And Cheers for cheering everybody up, man. Like, oh, good that yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, you don't know what's going to happen, right? No, of course. So, yeah. Obviously, Stuart's been preparing for a little, whatever he said, he can't. A rainy situation. day. He's been preparing for a rainy day and it's come. You don't know when next one's going to come. Six no. million, five million for a club like us. I'd take it. It doesn't matter for losing cooks. Five million. Do you know what I mean? To store that no, in you, mind. You've also got to bear in mind that I'm sure it was planning for a rainy day. I don't think it would have been planning for over a year's worth of rain. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yeah. Which is slight concern. Thing, the thing is, as yeah. well, we bought him for what? Are we getting for free? Bought him for what? 100k or something around that. Not let's, much. Let's, let's say 100k and we're selling for 5 million. That's, for, that's ridiculous. For a businessman, it'll be, it'll, it'll be true. It could die right now and he'd be happy. <laughs> so, yeah, well, it, it's about it's about reinvesting though. You, if, we, if we get five million quid, it's all right saying that. But if we stay, let's say, let's say, these are all hypotheticals, uh, but they're worth going through, I think, because yeah. these are genuine. This could happen if we stay up and sell Crooks on for five million quid, and and obviously we're still we're still in the championship. We've got we've got to replace him because like yeah. it's on course to get ten plus goals per season, yeah. which is a huge amount in a team like us. So it's all right saying, yeah, we'll take five million quid and it'll help the club. But if we don't, if we don't replace somebody like that, we're not stopping up for a second for a, for a third season, are we? The thing we is, though, see. the thing is, what do we do with the Jay money? What do we do with Volks money invested in Barlasser, Crooks, Lindsay, Freddy. Freddy? Yeah, Freddy. Do you know what I mean? Apart from Freddy, they're all young um, players. No, they're, they're, okay. Barlasser, yeah, yeah, yeah. Barlasser yeah, and Lindsay could go for three, four million in a few years, especially Lindsay because he's like twenty-two and he looks about sixteen. Looks my age, but you know what I mean, Lindsay could go for a few million in a few years. So yeah. I think we've got to play the long game. But like you said, we've got to keep some assets. You can't, you know what I mean? You've got to. Let's be fair assets. though. You, you, you're, not, you're not Freddie's biggest fan, but if we sold Freddie today again, if Derby had come in and put a put a bid in. Freddie's not going anywhere for less than a million, is he? Because he's a striker who's got goals. He's proven yeah. at League One and he's got goals in Championship. So we've got assets like that. The one thing I would say is his age is a big factor. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that's why he's not going for more. But like you said, goals. I think around a million. If I if we've got 950k a summer or a million, yeah. I'd be happy with it. Do you know what I mean? Because we've bought him for what? 300, 200, whatever it was? Around, uh, somewhere between four and 500k. But, but at the same time, how much, based on the goals he got last season, he's earned us our championship money effectively. So he's paid for himself already, Fred. So anything we get now is, is a bonus. But again, these are all hypotheticals, uh, but they are interesting ones because obviously we don't know what's going to happen. happen yeah. but, but we don't want to sell Crooksy, do we? We don't want to sell anybody at the moment. Let's say it was five million quid, plus let's say a 35 to 40% sell on cause then I would be basically happy with that because you've got five million quid to bring somebody in, which we're obviously not going to spend five million quid. Yeah. But let's say we let's say we spend seven hundred and fifty K on somebody. If that I then, think it'd be that. Well it has to be not a hypothetical. Can you imagine Crooks? Go on. No, no, go carry on. 
I would say if he gets a sell-on clause, what chances of Crooks going somewhere else and going going somewhere else in three years' time for another couple of million quid? Well, that's like I say, if he goes if he goes Norwich, right? Obviously, if they go up, I don't think they'll sign him. But if he if they somehow bottle it like Leeds yeah. style or something, and they don't make the playoffs or anything, and they want him next year five million plus a thirty percent add-on fee. Uh, sell on clause when they go to the Premier League, he's not going to be playing, so they're going to sell him for a couple of million. Yeah, yeah. Well, he might you know play, I mean, and, if, uh, and if he does play, it'll then value yeah. more. And the thing is, as well, the thing is, as well, if he goes to else in Championship, there'll be that clause that we did with Jay about him getting a million. And the thing is, with, the, with these other clubs who aren't like us, they'll sell players within the next season if they're not good enough. Some clubs, so I think a sell on like percentage. It's how we work as a club, isn't it? Look, look at Semi. Um, I assume Volks would have one similar in it. It's about being smart with your business. I know the money for a guy weren't very good up front. But if he if he does get sold on now, again, if West Brom go down and West Brom are going down, if if a, if a Premier League club wants to bring him in, which would make perfect sense because he's having a decent season, what are they going to pay for him? 10 million quid? Yeah, I got 10 million. We get five, four, five, three minimum of that. Yeah. So, um, the, the reason all this is COVID. COVID. The prices of COVID is pushing the prices down of everything. The thing is, we had COVID. It goes for 20 million. Without a doubt, it was worth 20 million quid when it was us. He's one of the best centre backs I've ever seen play. Yeah, He's like, he, he, was, he should be in the Premier League. Same with Rodak. I don't think Rodak's yeah. as good as a Jay, but they should both be in the Premier League. Well, Rodak's not playing, is he? Um, Ariola. Was, yeah. Oh well. Well, he worked PSG though when you last year. So. Yeah. Anyway. Another um, one for Nickel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's nice a part in your next point, isn't it? Just that. <laughs> <thing. laughs> yeah. Let me show me. Can't you? How old are you? But yeah, massive hats off to Crooksy for winning Player of the Month. Fully, fully, fully deserved. Um, and where you know everybody's behind him and supports him like every yeah. rest of his players. So, uh, a very, very, very well done. Uh, on to Wednesday night, quarter, west eight, quarter past eight kickoff. For anybody that doesn't know, uh, we go to, I think it's now called the Vitality Stadium, or Dean Court, if you want to use its old name, um, to face Bournemouth, who are inconsistent, very inconsistent. They've won uh, no wins, sorry, one win in the last six games, uh, Bournemouth have. Uh, and, and that win was against Birmingham, and they only won 3 2. And Birmingham are terrible, so that gives you the idea of the form uh, that the Bournemouth are in. Um, I don't really know what to expect, Mick. I genuinely don't know what to expect on this game. No, no, it's it's it, it, it's very very difficult to read from 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 here, isn't it? You know what I mean? Mm. This far out. Um, no, I, I I I can't enlighten you at all, Matt. I'm afraid. Um, mm. We're gonna. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a difficult game. Uh, the next Premier League. Um, and we're only obviously only plucky little Rotherham. Um, so as long as we can give a good account of ourselves and not embarrass ourselves, I'll be a very happy man. Have you been reading Sky Sports' script? Uh, not yet. Not yet. I'm just. I am. I'm just in the process of writing it uh, at the moment. Actually, I'll be emailing it off later on tonight. Uh, so if you've got any more suggestions, obviously there's lots of plucky little Rotherhams in there, and um, you know, ag- ag- aggressive. Uh, direct yeah. things like that, you know that sort of thing. Um, so, so yeah, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be a difficult game. But if you remember how we performed against them at our place, we, we pressed them yeah. really high. They really struggled with that. Um, 
the, the type the, the the style of play that Bournemouth play is the type of type of play that we like to play against. If that makes sense, yeah. um, Cardiff we really struggled against their style. Uh, Barnsley we struggled against their style. Barnsley you know Barnsley play like we play. They press really high, as you saw against when they played Chelsea the other night. And and the two they basically play the same way that we play. Okay. So that that game were a bit of a mess just because you know it, it, both teams playing the same way. Uh, Bournemouth on the other hand, um, obviously ex Premier League, and they got up there by some really mm. basic possession based football, weren't it? It weren't. Um, it weren't possession. It was just like beautiful football, weren't it? It was just classy. Yeah. It was classy. Yeah. But they're not back now down in the prem in the uh, in the cha- championship, and they haven't got the players capable, or as, as many players capable. Mm. Yeah, they've got uh, Jack Wilshere. Yeah. yeah, is he playing though? Yeah, he's well. I don't know. He signed in January, so I'm guessing he must be. If he's yeah. Jack Wilshere, right? Yeah, he's playing. Yeah. Jack <laughs> Jack Wilshere on his day, right? Locked up Iniesta. Mm. He did. Let's be real. On his day, he locked up Iniesta. Just, that's worrying. Yeah, that's 10 years ago. That's more than 10 years ago, though, Ben. I understand that, but he's still a quality, quality player, Jack Wilshire. If he didn't have a bad injury, he'd be one of the best players in the world. It's the way he moves and stuff but like that. But at the moment, he's playing for Bournemouth in Championship. Agree. And if he were any good, he wouldn't be. I mean, he were linked with us, wasn't he? And, that, that's the, and, and with all respect to our club, if, yeah. Jack, if a player like Jack Wilshire is linked with a team like Rotherham United, from where he came, something's gone wrong. It's on his backside, yeah. He had a big injury, yeah. Injury crisis, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's a more than an injury crisis for him to come to come to somewhere like Plucky Little Rotherham, wasn't it? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Um, their top scorer is Dominic Solanke, who did score against us in the return fixture, mm. uh, but has only scored once this year, so once in about six or seven games. I, I believe um, they've got two. They've got Stanislas has got ten goals as well, hasn't he? I think he's. Up uh, there. You're asking me now. No. Which, which, one of those two, which one of those two were it that threw the souls on floor when uh, like Jamal Blackman shouted at him? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Um, Stanislas in a decent run of form. He scored four goals in his last six games. So he's in a decent bit, bit of form, Stanislas. I think he scored the penalty. Or I might be wrong. I can't remember. It's not um, bad for a striker. We've got a midfielder who's done just that. Well, yeah, exactly. And he's not as much money as them to either. I'll tell you that now. No, absolutely. Uh, it is a tough game. Uh, we can say that we're going to see this a lot, and we will see it a lot between now and then. It's the ranks Premier League club. They know what they're doing well. They should know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, they sacked Jason Holding. Holding. I must think of something else. Tindall. Tindall. Um, they sacked him earlier this month. They brought in Jonathan Woodgate. Um, What's the point? What's the point? When you go through three managers in two years, what's the point? What is the point in even trying anymore? Just stick with one manager. Well, I think that's I what they're get. I don't, I don't even know why they got rid of Eddie Howe. I know he had a bum bad I, season. I, I, I don't think he was sacked. I think I, I yeah. genuinely think I was a mutual consent. As he, he do, you look at the job that they've got on. They've, they've sold all the best players this summer. They brought told Josh King in, in January transfer window. Have they? It's a massive job, and I don't, I, with all due respect, I don't think Eddie Howe fancied it. I mean, to be fair, the, the the board at Bournemouth are obviously thinking the same as you, Ben. They're obviously thinking, what is the point? What on earth is the point of why we, why will we carry on? That's why they've appointed Jonathan Woodgate. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the, 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 the thing is with Tyndall was that that was 
it was Eddie Howe light. He's basically the same person. They even look similar, <laughs> but just not quite as good. If it were good enough, it'd have been manager ten years ago. Does he look as dodgy as Eddie Howe then? I've not seen him. What? Not quite. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> I want to ask you about it. Mick, what's your obsession with the, the Eddie Howe and David Guetta? He's he's a bit dodgy as well, David Guetta. I, I, yeah, but, but I mean, to be fair, <laughs> as a football manager, I think you're always going to be crap anyway, David Guetta, weren't you? Um, <laughs> I, I know. I just listen. It's it's perhaps a subject for another day. Yeah, he's got some good music, David Guetta. Eddie Howard, Eddie Howard, yeah, Eddie Howard's crap yeah. on decks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the news to be on deck, on decks, mate. The news. <laughs> you oh, give well. a good go. You give him a good go for your money, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, we're looking for four wins in a row for the first time since the 80s, Mick. That would be un- incredible to get four wins in a row. Four away wins in a row, sorry. Oh, we're going to say. Um, look, we've got Bournemouth away and Norwich away for the next two games. If we could come out of that with two points, I'd be happy. When was the last time we had five? Sorry, eight is still. Um, I think if, if we can come out of it with two points, I'll be happy. Three would be unbelievable. Um, so I, I, I am not anticipating us getting anything from these next two games. I'll be honest. Mm. Uh, having said that, I think we're more than capable of certainly getting something on Wednesday night. Mm. Um, but uh, and you never know at Norwich, do you? You never know. We haven't got a great record there, but um, uh, we're capable of getting something on Wednesday. Whether we do, it depends how we're going to have a week's rest as well. Which is going to benefit our, benefit us as well. Um, so, and their their home form, like you say, is not great. So, it, it is it is on the cards. It is a possibility. I'm not convinced. I'd, I'd be happy if we can get away with a draw. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we don't have a particularly good record against Bournemouth. It's not terrible, but it's not great. Uh, no win in our last six games in all competitions with the FA Cup game being in there as well. Uh, it's the first time we've been to Bournemouth since two thousand fourteen. Uh, when we had a one-one draw there, I think we, I think we equalised very, very late on in that day. Mm. Trust me, we'll yeah. like that. Um, the last time we won in Bournemouth was October two thousand and six, and this is a blast from the past from Mick. Then we'll have no idea who I'm talking about. Um, Jurgen Bopp got one. You remember him? <laughs> Jurgen yeah. Bopp. Yeah. Jurgen Bopp. That sounds like a club parody. It does a bit, yeah. You're yeah. Right. It's, it's, it, was more, it was sort of like a German Eugene. It's not Jürgen. It's E-U-G-N-E or something like that. Yeah. Um, and Eugene. Lee Williamson. Yeah. Lee Williamson and Will Hoskins got the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's how long ago that was. <laughs> yeah, it's a while back. Yeah. That's, yeah. They, they, they left us a couple of months later, didn't they? Them two. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, not good for us, Ben. But stats up in atheists. But... They sort of do. Bournemouth obviously a difficult place to go get something in it. Yeah, like with the players they've got, they've still got Brooks, uh, who's you know starts for Wales. They've got Will obviously they've talked about him. They've got some good players, but um, it's team sport. It's not tennis or golf. You know, one good player don't make your team work. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It's gonna be. I don't know because it's hard to tell with teams like this because. They can either play like Barcelona or have no chemistry whatsoever. Like you said, they've got the new manager ish, new manager, newish manager in it, a month or so. Yeah, it's, it's a, new, a new for manager. Wait, it's not for bonus yeah, well, manager. It's, it's not 
It's not their full-time manager. They've been linked with... Is it player um, manager? No, no. Uh, what's his face? So we're at Hull and Watford and Everton. Silver. It's, they've been linked with him. Is it Marco Silver? I think his name is. Yeah, it's oh, Really? Yeah. So where's he like but, caretaker? Yeah, he's like interim, you know, they don't call him caretakers anymore, do they? Because it's, it's a oh, bit... Yeah. Doesn't sound as good as think as interim manager. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think we could. I think the way we're playing, I think we can get something. I think two years ago, if we were in this situation, I don't think we would have. But I think would have been. I think I'd have been very negative about it. But I think we could at least get a draw. I think a draw is definitely possible because we should have won the game at our place and we got a penalty. We weren't a penalty. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking quite. I'm quite positive about it. Screen. Yeah, fair enough. Um, we're going to move on to ref watch now. Well, so so that, what you're going to do basically is just undermine everything that we've just said about this, aren't you? Uh, and I assume you're going to tell us that the referee is Jeff Eltringham again. Well, no, no. Kel, Kel. no. Um, so we said that Jeff Eltringham's performance was the worst performance since. It's not showing the Kettle, can't. Since Swansea 2018, it's Keith Stroud. Oh, God. Uh, the last game he refereed as was the 4 3 defeat away to Swansea. Um, I mean, the 3 2 win? You mean the 3 2 win? No, the 4 3 loss. 3 2 win, what should it be? <laughs> how, how, how is he still refereeing in Championship? We were going over this last week. We went over this last week about how pathetic referees are. Jesus. Uh, it's yeah. one for cameras as well, isn't it? So, I'll be able to play up to cameras as well. Correct. Uh, buttons, Danny. I think you can pretty, pretty, pretty sort of confidently predict then that we are definitely going to lose on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, possibly about it, is there? <laughs> I, I, well, you saw, you saw what Eltringham did last week. You yeah. saw what influence he had on the game uh, because of his, his, his complete incompetence. Um, you know what we know what Keith Stroud's like anyway. Mm. Over and above any games that he's refereed for us, you see him when whatever game he referees. Well, you know the, the playoff semis last season. For, you know, isn't that Bentford player off at Swansea? Yeah, yeah. Nico Henry, I think. Yeah. I'm back up with turn straight away. Right, Swansea. Is he from Swansea? Don't can. think he's Welsh, no. Not like, not like no. I can tell. Yeah, but who, no offence, but who'd claim to be Welsh? <laughs> Welsh people, usually. Yeah, I just Googled him. Um, guess where he's from? Oh, Bournemouth. He's from Bournemouth. Wow. So, <laughs> oh, get out of here. According to Google, he's from Bournemouth. No, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> I'm not wearing that. No way. Hmm. You are kidding, you are kidding me, aren't you? No, not at all. Um, no, the team's in Bournemouth, is it? Or near Bournemouth? Uh, well, Born 12th of August, 1969, from Bournemouth. Hmm. How, how old is he? 51. But he's from he's Bournemouth. They can be referee. I think Mike Dean's. I think Mike Dean's similar age to that. Yeah. So, are you sure you've got this right? It is definitely Keith Stroud that's refereeing our game. Definitely. Let me get this straight. Keith Stroud, who originates from Bournemouth, 
It's refereeing our game away at Bournemouth. The thing is, the thing is with this, right, it's, it's so bad because every kid, right, um, goes up to what support the local team, you know, unless you're weird or whatever. You don't <laughs> like football, you know. No offence, anyway. Mm. Yeah, but anyone watching this play like football. So if you, if you go up and don't like football, you know, you're that unique kid, right? But apart from that, you should go up supporting your local team. In Bournemouth, mm. I'm not aware of any other big teams, right? I'll post some non-league, you know, like whatever. He must be a Bournemouth fan unless he's... I don't know. He must be a Bournemouth fan. So he can't be. It can't be because, well, they've got to declare when they first start refereeing X amount of years ago, if they have an affiliation, they've got to declare. So, for example, Howard Webb could never referee a, a competitive Rotherham game because he's a, he's a Rotherham fan. Thing is, it's probably just slipped to my fiver. You know what? You know what FA is like and FIFA like, whatever it is. You know what they're like. Slipping yeah. to my fiver, they do all for you, aren't it? But it might work in our favour because because he, he's obviously not not going to drive very far to get home, so he might be in a good mood. I can't um, be right, mate. I can't be right. He might want to show he's not a Bournemouth fan. I remember when we had Howard Webb as a referee. I can't remember what game it was, but we definitely had him as a referee. Yes, he might be a friendly. But it was, it was, it was awful. Yeah. I genuinely don't believe that. I've sent you a link on our private chat. I know, I've seen that. Um, I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at it now. And, and, and I. It's, yes, small, it, it, it's quite short, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it, when it comes to small referees, is what you expect. <laughs> it's got a bit of a small man syndrome. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, we spent all last week talking about referees. We're not going to talk about any referees anymore. And, you know, until the game happens and it gives us, you know, three penalties against us. Um, so, yeah. Is it, sorry, can we just, um, sorry, but there's a referee called Benjamin Speed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, oh, no. Kel's still refereeing as well, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he did Steven's game last week, didn't he? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're not in League 2 anymore. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You after, well, I'll ask you that again after Wednesday's game, see how you feel about that. Well. Um, so a couple of stats for you on terms of players. Uh, one stat I did miss from the last game, and apologies to anybody who, is it, who cares, uh, was Michael Hickley's 250th league career appearance uh, last Tuesday night against Cardiff. Uh, so that's fantastic. A lot of them are in non-league, but obviously still counts as league games. Um, and Michael Smith, assuming he plays on Wednesday, which if he doesn't play, I would be very disappointed. Uh, it'll be his 125th Rotherham United appearance. Um, Mick, on Michael Smith, just just 125 games, it's been a very, very, very good player and an incredible value for money signing. Yeah, very much so. Uh, he's in the form of his life at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. Um, you know, he's been outstanding uh, and, and long may that continue. He's, he, he's, he's struck up that partnership with, with Matt Crooks like we discussed uh, last week uh, and, and, it, and it's great. It's great to see. Uh, it's great to see the confidence coming out of him. You can just It's just written all over him, isn't it? You know, um, if he could keep this up till the end of the season, he's going to be, uh, you know, <laughs> put a decent price on his own head. I know we keep talking about selling players, don't we? Uh, but but you know it's about the value of your about the yeah. value of your assets, isn't it? Ultimately, um, so yeah, it's been great. It's been great to see. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, ben, um, assuming there's no further injuries, uh, what change are you expecting? Ben ran a week's rest, more than a week's rest, because we're going to play Tuesday night, while we're playing Wednesday no, night. None. Cool. Yeah, I don't see why they should. Or why they could, to be honest. Well, they could, couldn't they? I mean, you can't justify it, really, though, can you? Apart from rest. but not really now. We can't. No. Uh, another thing it's good for the, the postman on Saturday is it might give sadly a, a bit more time to not miss another game. Yeah. Um, and you'll have some proper training. You'll, we're expecting some decent weather in the, in the next week, next few days. So sadly, decent. we'll hopefully get some. T-shirt and shorts. Almost tropical, isn't it? 12, 12 degrees, isn't it? 14 at some point this week. Wow. Wow. Now we've to have cold showers. <laughs> uh, Saturday, so going to be 12, yeah. Um, so that's going to help, sadly. We've always talked a lot about him missing training because of uh, bad pitches and whatnot. So hopefully that'll get him closer. Because I think he'll, I think we need somebody to interchange with Crooks. Hurst mm. doesn't do it well enough and, and Freddie doesn't do it well enough. Sadly, it could be that replacement for the number 10 role. That we yeah, make yeah. so replacement's not the right word, is it? Replacement's yeah. definitely not the right word, but option, option. Yeah, it just gives you that strength and depth, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Whether he's going to be able to sort of strike up the same sort of partnership, the same understanding with Smith or with Crooks, whichever way around you want to do it, uh, mm. it, it only time will tell. But yeah, he's certainly certainly got that ability to do it. Any without, there's no, mm. there's no question about that. We've seen that already in the the little bit that we have seen of him this season. Um, yeah. So. So yeah, he's going to be like a new signing, definitely. Yeah. Well, he is a new signing, isn't he? We've only seen him play two or three times before he got injured. That's so, true. you know, what did what injury did he have? Is it his knee? I think it was an ankle. It might have been his ankle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a shame, obviously. Um, yeah. So yeah, that I, I agree with both. Of you. I don't think we'll see any changes. It will, if if any. Um, Assuming there's no injuries, we don't know, do we? No. So uh, that's all I've got, boys. Is there anything else you want? I've, I've forgot, missed? Do you want to? Oh, we're going to do the watch along, aren't we? Oh yes. So I, I don't I'm not so sure about this now, to be honest. Um, oh, it's Mr. Stroud. Yeah, I don't. I don't know whether uh, we need to put. We'll certainly need to put some sort of parental guidance uh, sticker uh, on that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're expecting to, uh, to to do the whole game, just a just a thought. <laughs> be fine. It will. Uh, so yeah, the, that'll be going. So the idea is, if anybody's not aware, we'll be probably on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, and the idea is, you just watch watch along with us. You watch watch the game um, if you can. Was there Sky Sports? Obviously, some people can't watch that. So we'll do our best to sort of talk people through the game as as it's happening, sort of like alternative commentary type thing, uh, is the theory. Really? Well, that's the idea, isn't it? We'll do as best. <laughs> oh, this has got disaster written all over it, hasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. It definitely yes, it has. Will. It's um, going to be a car crash. <laughs> uh, if it goes well, we'll do another one. The following week, we're on telly again against Forest. I think. Yeah. Pretty sure we are. Um, so if, if it works okay we'll do it again in future we've seen a lot of other clubs podcasts similar to us doing similar things and it seems like it's uh, you know seems, seems okay so that's the plan anyway <laughs> uh, 
Um, but Ben will under the first half because he will have an appointment with his bed. So uh, that'd be nice to have you 45 minutes anyway, Ben. Yeah, I don't think I could stand uh, <laughs> two hours, no offence, with Nick and that referee. Oh, we'll go bed later. Yeah. Um, but then, if anybody, if you don't watch that, we'll be back on Friday morning with the review of the Bournemouth game, preview of Norwich City away, which is a hell of a game, unfortunately, for us. Um, so, nice to get a couple of points out of the next two fixtures, but we will see what happens. Um, please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already, uh, and also subscribe to the iTunes. Depending on where you, where you bothered about listening to it, make sure you subscribe to one of them. Um, actually, if you want to watch... <laughs> if you want to, if you want to watch us on Wednesdays, subscribe to the YouTube channel because you get notifications when we're going live, um, which we will bug live every so often. Remember, quarter past eight kickoff. I don't know why it's a quarter past eight kickoff, but it is a quarter past eight kickoff. Um, that will mean there is no post-match. It's to give Keith Stroud enough time to get to game. Sorry, obviously coming on bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there'll be no post-match or pre-match because we'll be doing doing that but then like the Friday we'll come back with the podcast so thank you all for a lot for listening or watching if you've watched on YouTube uh, we do really appreciate everybody that does get involved one way or the other um, thank you Ben thank you very much for stopping up this late to record it's been a pleasure <laughs> thank you and Mick thank you for spending Valentine's Day with us it's, it's been fantastic yeah, I love you both <laughs> I, felt, I felt it in that one thanks yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure you can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, One last thing as well, another, another shout out to that guy for that gift. If you haven't seen it, just look on someone, one of those three's page. It is the funniest thing. If, you, if you've been following the podcast for a while and you know me, it is the funniest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> Honestly, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'm near crying when I saw it, to be honest. He lives a sheltered life, bless him. Yeah, you need to get out more, Ben. (laughs) Definitely. Essential journey, (laughs) don't Fair point. Uh, So, cool. Thank you all. We will see you all very, very soon. Uh, It has been a pleasure. Thank you, everybody. Bye.